0: Are you someone you know battling cancer? Welcome to Integrative Cancer Solutions with Dr. Karl Feld, where you get to be part of a live consultation with a patient diagnosed with cancer. I was never close to my father. In fact, I found out that he passed away from colon cancer six months after he died. I never got to be with him during his struggle. This podcast and the cutting edge integrative cancer therapies I offer at my center are my chance to do what I didn't get to do for my father. Tune in as I get to know the struggles and victories of my guests while battling cancer. We will discuss natural medicine and how it can safely be integrated into traditional oncology care. You are not alone in your struggle. Well, Tammy, it, it, it's such a it's it's so neat to have you on the show today. Uh, yeah, you know, we're we're talking about you know, integrative cancer solutions, and and obviously you've you've had quite a journey. I mean, tell me a little bit about um, are you diagnosed with cancer, and, and yeah, you know, when did that happen? How long ago was that?
1: So in January two thousand nineteen, I was um, diagnosed with stage three aggressive squamous cell carcinoma. I believe is how you pronounce it, along with something else. Okay. And I went into shock, literally. I was—I live in a very remote area, and so I was flown to Seattle. And I remember them telling me the diagnosis, but it was like a—I really wasn't hearing it. I, I could not assimilate what what they were saying. Um, fortunately, I had—I um, was flown into a hospital. out of Seattle and had an extremely talented oncologist. She put together the team that um, I got radiation and chemo from. And had I had my head about me, I would have also immediately got involved with a naturopath because that's just not part and parcel of that train of of treatment. They just they don't look at that sort of thing. So I went through that and I got out of chemo and radiation uh four months later.
0: And and how did and how did that kind of yeah because a a lot of patients, a lot of people they say that they get diagnosed and it's almost like you get pushed at this is what you do and everything just happens so fast.
1: That is and correct.
0: Yeah so you really don't have a lot of time to kind of think you know, should I do something different? And also, it's uh, pretty hard to then start to say that no, I think this is. If we can do this, this would be better. When you have then the experts that are telling you that you know this this is the best for you.
1: Yeah, there was there was none of that dialogue. It was straight into the um, mapping, which they do for radiation, and straight into the testing, the blood testing for the chemo, and and all of that there was no discussion whatsoever. I mean, between the time that I was diagnosed and the time that I went into treatment was, I think, six days. Very aggressive.
0: Yeah. Oh, they said it was very aggressive?
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Okay. And and what was their kind of, uh, what was their fear? I'm going to say very aggressive. Did they feel that this was something that was very treatable or they uh, that they were going to be able to cure, or what? What were their? Um,
1: it was very questionable when I was when I first found out. It was considered stage three, and by the time we finally got into treatment, they were questioning if it was borderline stage four. And um, it was had they gone a different route and done surgeries and that sort of thing, they they had questioned my survivability. so it was it was pretty pretty aggressive
2: yeah
1: for whatever
2: reason so meanwhile
0: how how did you feel with with the chemo and the radiation I mean how how did that go was that was that hard I mean what kind of frequency did they put you on
1: it was every single day every every day except for weekends and so every morning at um, most every morning at 8 a.m I would be radiated in in the radiation chamber. And once a week I would be, I would get chemo. They took me up to the chemo and I'd sit there for, I think it was six hours, um, every every Monday.
0: And, and how did you um, feel during that process? Was that easy? Was it hard? Did it was you-
1: horrible. It was, it was just, you could feel yourself being being burned from the inside out. It was it was most horrifying feeling. And they knew that I mean I knew that they were gonna take me, you know, down. That they are trying to kill everything and everything gets killed. And whether or not you come back is that's that's, you know, where 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 you have to, you know. The challenge,
2: yeah, and they, I, I don't mean, know, right it's now.
1: one of the scariest things and most horrific things that I have ever been through in my life. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh,
2: I'm sorry. Um, yeah, because, but,
1: but the thing, the thing that really is the toughest part is knowing that you're being destroyed, your body is being destroyed, and with each day, um, the first two weeks aren't too bad, and then it gets extraordinarily painful, and um. You start to lose the function that you have always thought you had, yeah. you know, yeah. just basic things. You like walking across the street. I got to the point where I couldn't even walk across the street. I was in, um, I was burned so bad. So, you know, there was a lot of things that you learn that your body, when when you've never been through something like that, can actually repair itself but you don't know that at the time
2: no no, so
1: it's um very depressing extremely scary I don't know how else to describe it
2: and and things um, like uh
0: like uh, urination and and I mean how did that get impacted as well I mean oh
1: yes as far as I wasn't digesting food food would just kind of go through me and I wasn't eliminating food. I mean, properly, it was there was no. They it, there was no when you, when your insides are burned. My I got radiation in my abdomen, and all of my internal organs got burned. No. I mean, I don't know what to say, but we're not our bodies aren't designed to be burned. No, they're no. just not. No, And that's not how they function. I, and I was told when I went into this treatment that I may have long-term effects. That's just it, and so that was the trade-off: possibly having long-term problems or a cure. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, yeah. I mean,
1: a cure meaning that you know, five years. Um, most of the time, this comes back.
0: But yeah. And and so with, with and, and how, how long did you do this this therapy with the chemo and the radiation, did you say?
1: Four months.
0: Four months. You started mm-hmm. back in, in June. In
1: January. In January. And I got out in April.
0: Okay. Okay. And and how when when all was said and done, I mean, did you lose appetite, lose hair, lose uh
1: my um hair got extremely thin. I mean, very, very thin look like an even older lady than I do now. I that mean very thin. It was very interesting. And I tried to work with um, some dietitians, but was it what's interesting is that they found the cancer by pumping me full of glucose, which sends the that's what cancer cells go after when they do a PET scan. And you know it lights up everything. Well you know it, 1 plus 1 equals 2 you, you don't eat sugar and expect to cure yourself right well not only that but um the dietitian um that they sent me was most of her information was very outdated it was very interesting um and the new stuff that came out was um more along the the keto um paleo thing clean you know eating and and n- no sugars or very little sugars, if nothing else, you know, just fresh fruits and, and, um, and very limited fruit. So, but the problem was, is that my system wasn't digesting it. I, I wouldn't accept it because I'd been burned. So uh, tried to find several um, naturopaths who would be able to deal with that. And most of them aren't, they're not equipped to deal with the chemo and the radiation. So that's how I came to be with um, your organization is because um, somebody had said that you were able to deal with cancer. And I thought, well, if you're able to deal with cancer and then I found out that you guys were able to deal with the integrative portion of it, being able to deal with somebody who had gone through the radiation and chemo and yet be able to put their system back together and understand the, the process of bringing that system back online.
2: So. And, and, and
0: what did that, so when you were all done, you, you, I mean, with the chemo radiation, I mean, you, like you said, you, you were burnt, you were dealing with pain, you had a hard time walking across the street, uh, food was going through you, but how, what, where were you at with the cancer after treatment? Did they, did they uh, kind of monitor, did they do any imaging at that time?
1: Yeah, they um I got imaging uh, for the first six months every three months and then I moved to every six months and they're still um I am still on an every six months schedule
0: yeah, that yeah. they
1: do imaging
0: and uh and so what so, so you then contacted my center and and uh, what what did we do I mean what what uh what happened
1: what you guys uh first of all did was, was give my digestion and um, my elimination system back online without drugs. So so what you did for me is not give me a bunch of chemicals to try and put a, a Band-Aid over it or a patchwork, but rather give me stuff that my system could start assimilating and start healing so that I can eventually be up and rolling on my own in a healed system.
0: And, and, and I'm curious, why, why did you look for like a nature path, or, or look? I mean, didn't you feel that the uh, the traditional route was was sufficient?
1: The traditional route was not sufficient. After dealing with the with the medical doctors that I had dealt with, what they wanted to do for pain, what their responses were from some of the issues that I had been dealing with, I ended up with a full bag of scripts, you know. And it's like, eh, that, that's just no way to live your life. I wasn't going to live my life on drugs. The other portion of it was, is there were, they didn't have any answers for not being able to digest food other than, you know, maybe you need to see a psychologist. It's like, you know what? I, I don't need to see a psychologist. You,
0: you just burned. I
1: have food's not digesting. <laughs> yeah,
0: you just burned me. I don't need a psychologist. Right.
2: for that. <laughs>
1: So, so, you know, that was kind of clue number 500 that I needed to go elsewhere. Um, But what's interesting is in the United States, it's very difficult to find the talent that will look at what we deem as mainstream to address cancer, and these different types of cancers. to find the talent to be able to take that and go okay we have we have a mess and we have somebody who's burnt and poisoned from the chemo so how do we bring that system back online you know and and that takes a different discipline a different understanding of the human body than just western medicine which is the man made drugs and they like that and it it fixes the symptoms so it makes the patient go away and, you know, and, and then they can go on to the next one. But the other piece of it is, is that it takes a lot for a person to go down this path, because it's not just about your talent in your organization that was able to get me here. It was to so also things like you know, doing a rebounder every day and doing dry brushing every day and doing, you know, walking. You know, I don't care if it's hundred feet, until you get to a point where your system is, in fact, up and running. So, for me, that was the way I needed to go because I did not want to be on drugs for the rest of my life.
0: And and, and why was walking and dry brushing? I mean, what was that? Why was that important to you?
1: Dry brushing and rebounding moves the lymphatic system, which is part of how I believe I got sick, was because that system wasn't flushing and moving, you know, fluids through. It wasn't eliminating this junk. And so it got stuck. And when when that system gets stuck, then you can't flush all the toxins. It's just not moving so that's why it was important to, I mean it, it, I, I don't know how else to explain it other than you know what those systems do for people and, and what their function is in us and if you can't walk, you're not mobile you can't be doing anything if you can't flush, the system, flush your system and get the toxins moving, you're going to get sick all over again so all of that stuff came into play but it took you guys to figure out how to start building my system and mending it to be able to allow me to do that stuff.
2: Yeah, and you're absolutely right. I mean, cancer
0: lives in a terrain. And, and if you change that terrain, then cancer cannot survive there. And so it lives in a toxic terrain. So by cleaning out the lymphatic, like with the dry brushing and, and rebounding, and then Obviously, walking is is really important as well for that that whole process. Then, yeah, you're 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 moving. You're, you're creating a cleaner environment where cancer has a harder time to express itself. Yeah. So yeah. So that that was that was amazing. So so we we did a bunch of stuff then for for your gut and and I mean how how's your gut doing now?
1: It's terrific. Um, when I first came to you guys, I literally was pretty well housebound because I I couldn't function. I couldn't, I didn't know from one minute to the next if my body was gonna stay together or if I was going to eliminate in an in inappropriate place or manner or whatever. And so I could I couldn't go any place. So not only did did I have the cancer that I was trying to recover from and deal with, but then there was this whole other aspect of the aftermath. It's like, okay, so so you destroy your body to do what? To be homebound because you can't go anyplace? It was awful. Yeah, I mean, it was absolutely horrifying, and you become really isolated. And when you do that, of course, then you start losing your support, and then you start losing your ability to you know, look beyond where you're at and continue to try and build and grow and it, 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 you start heading down a bad road.
2: I mean, and, and that's, that's the thing is that, you know, the mental, I call, uh, well, it's not only me, but you know, a mentor of mine, Dr. Paul Anderson, he always pushed for the, the three fundamentals or so the three pillars uh in regards to cancer and and movement is one uh, diet is one and then your your attitude your mood is another one and and these are three crucial components that you need to build any kind of treatment on you know those three fundamental pillars and so if your mind is going down a, a, a dark path and you're not able to move around much uh, then you cut out two of those pillars and then uh, it, it's hard then to recover recover with that. So yeah, that, that's huge. God
1: forbid I ever have to do it again. But if I had to, or if someone that you know I I loved or or knew, I would certainly if they chose to go the chemo radiation route, mm-hmm. I would definitely get them into more integrative therapy. Challenge though becomes that uh, a lot of the chemotherapy and radiation doctors do not want the patients taking the supplements because they feel that it hinders what they are doing.
0: And uh, what 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 are your thoughts about that?
1: I think it's a bunch of baloney because if you can, I'm not talking about dumping, you know, the human body full of all of these barriers for what they're trying to do but rather there's so much that you as a naturopath can bring to the table to mitigate some of the really horrific fallout but that sector of the medical field really doesn't want to share that at least that's the experience that I went through.
2: Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's really yeah.
1: sad because yeah. I would have been a lot better off and a lot further ahead had I been able to bring you into the looper, you know, a lot sooner.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I I agree. I mean it's I, I see that again and again that if you combine the two in an effective way, the outcome is always I mean, from my experience has always been better. So, so now, so we, uh, your your gut is doing great, and then how about the cancer? I mean, what what's going on there?
1: Well, um, so this was were was considered two years out. I am cancer free. I was actually um, told by by my doc, by the oncologist that I am cancer free. So I'm just going to take that. I think it's terrific. Um, but again, they're keeping me on a short leash. It's every six months and, you know, I get to, you know, go in and get my pictures. <laughs> and, and, you know, we'll just go from there.
0: And we, we did so, yeah, we did all the imaging and they did, didn't find anything there. And then we did all the blood markers, you know, that relates to cancer. Mm-hmm. And, the, and everything just looked awesome there.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what you said.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, uh, you're very welcome. Yes, yeah, so we, we did, yeah, there's a lot of cancer mark, or I should say kind of inflammatory markers that you want to look at, you know, like uh, LDH, uh, C-reactive protein, fibrinogen. And then, yeah, depending on which, which cancer, then you have the different cancer antigens, you know, like if it's 125 or 99 or, uh, you know, the, the different ones, depending on which cancer that an individual has. And then you can also look at the, uh, HCG, and you want to look at adrenal function, kidney function, and yeah, you know, there's so many different markers that's good to look at, and and you you've you uh, uh, passed with flying color in all of them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just what you were talking about, I, I at the end of, of my treatment of radiation and chemo, I had asked similar questions about the inflammation because I had read about that believe me in your downtime you you don't get to go skateboarding or skiing or anything it's like that's not a part of it so you do a lot of research and when i had asked about inflammation and how food how food is part and parcel of the inflammation i was told that wasn't a concern yeah so that that's where the it's really too bad that we can't with all the cancer going on, that we can't get more of a dialogue between between Western medicine and the, I don't know, chemo, radiation, or whatever the, the treatment of the day is, along with what you do. I, I just, that is just awful. That is not more integrative.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And
0: that's why I'm hoping that a lot of these shows in addition to uh, give hope to people that are diagnosed and recognize that there is a path and also then look at paths that other people have taken that have been successful so that they can maybe emulate those paths in order to be able to achieve good results, but, but also uh, kind of see that there's a place for both, meaning that it's not all just holistic all the time. And it's not all medical all the time. Uh, it's it's something that if we can bring the best of both worlds, we can then maximize the outcome.
1: hmm Most definitely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, congratulations.
1: Thank you for all your help.
2: Good job. Well, it's been awesome. Yeah, it's been it's been my pleasure to work with you, and I'm I'm excited to to keep you. Yeah, so we can have this conversation, you know, 20 years from now.
1: Yeah, that would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah,
2: yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that means you're gonna retire.
2: Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> right, well, thank you so much, Tammy. It's uh-huh. been so lovely to have you on the show today. Thank you. <laughs>
1: thank you.
2: The information this podcast is for educational
0: purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or treat any disease. If you'd like to know more about what my center offers, please visit the CarlfeldCenter.com. Please join us next week for another live consultation with a patient diagnosed with cancer on integrated cancer solutions with Dr. Carlfeldt.